Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So uh, today is Sunday, August 27th. Can you believe it? You know, the time is just going by so fast. I just can't wrap my head around it. It's just going. Uh, yesterday I dropped my daughter off to college. Uh, she will be, a, she's a junior. Not she will be, she's a junior. Ah oh, man, every time I just get so emotional because I just, um, like, wow, a junior already. Um, just, you know, just thinking about next year, this time next year, she'll be going into her senior year. Oh man, God is so good. God is so good. I don't know who this message is for, but I woke up this morning and just the word just came to me. And when I say my intuition is so unbelievable and I won't share this story because it's a little bit more personal, but I will just say this. I had a dream about someone and I reached out to that person and just simply ask them if they were okay and the response I got back was so overwhelming um it was just like wow okay you know I I this is why I just say you know I just be I'm just obedient to the word so this message I don't know who needs to hear this but just get in here and hear it. Because when I tell you, God just was speaking to me this morning. And I just wanted to say, when you wake up, thank God. Move to a space of gratitude. And I know that is not easy for a lot of people because when you have so much going on in your life, When you have so much pain, you have trials, you have tribulations, you have hurt, you have shame, you have fear, you have doubt. You have so much going on, your finances, the situationship that you're in. Because a lot of these relationships are not relationships. We need to know the difference. It's one thing for them to want you sexually. That's one thing. But it's a difference when they want to be with you meaning they choose you every day and that's not easy they are committed to you they they want to get to know you they want to understand you they want to help you they want to make you grow hurting you hurts them that's what i mean with that's a difference with being somebody who just wants you around just to be around because guess what if they just want you around That means they're just tolerating you, tolerating you for something. They don't really want you, but they don't want to let you go. That's tolerating. But when somebody really wants you and wants to be with you, they can't breathe without you. They can't sleep without you. They can't do anything without you knowing that you are Do you understand what I mean? And people have to get to a point of discernment because people make you feel bad because there's a level of, I wouldn't even say codependency. There's a difference. It's a 
difference with a want and a need. You see? Because it's one thing when you need a person and you can't function without them. But when you want somebody in your life because you love them, because you see the value in them, because they bring and they add something to your life. It's not always about what you could get. It's also about what you can give. That's what people have a hard time with. It's a difference between being wanted and wanting to be with. Because if you're wanted, like they said, they'll come around and they'll keep you there just for the bare minimum. But when they want to be with you, they want to do the work. They are disciplined and they're committed to you, to making things work, to making things grow, to not to listen. You're not going to always agree, but they don't want to fight. They don't want it to be a fight because they understand that you're partners and that you have to do this together. A relationship takes two well, three because you have to put God in the center of everything. He comes first. And when you have issues, you have to seek his counsel. Wake up every day with a heart filled with gratitude. Rather than running to God and crying and begging and pleading. Move to a space of gratitude. Thank him. For waking you up. Thank him for the air that flows through your lungs. Thank him for giving you another opportunity to get it right. To fix it. To Yesterday is yesterday. You can't go back and fix anything from yesterday. But today is a new day. Move to a space of gratitude. Thank him for showing you. What he needed to show you. Because that's the problem. Sometimes we get in our own way. And we want to do things the way we want to. And we want it done in our timing. But we don't trust. In him. We don't put faith. We put our faith in him. But we want it right now. We don't have the patience. And it's it's interesting. Because the other day I was driving. And I'm going to get into the message. Answer the word. But this is just, this is just my spirit. Just me speaking and me preaching today because this is what's on my spirit today. I was driving and I was talking to my partner about something. And every now and then, you know, um, we we have those moments. And he said to me, you have to understand how God works. God don't give it to you all the time at the same time. He gives it to you in bits and pieces. And that's how he works with you. He will not understand. God will not give you anything more than you can bear. Because he knows that you can't handle it at that time. This is why you have to be patient. This is why you have to trust in him. This is why you can't go. He already knows what you're going through. He already knows your problems. He already knows what's on your heart. He already knows. Stop going to him, asking him to fix it. He has already shown you. He's already telling you. 
He told you a million times, but you, for whatever reason, you're not opening your eyes and you're not opening your ears because you're not putting yourself in a space to receive what he is trying to tell you and show you. And God said, okay, I'm going to give you this and I'm going to see what you can do with it. And then if you don't do anything with it, guess what? He's not going to give you anything more. Because you haven't done what you were supposed to do with what he already gave you. And then when you turn around and say, you know something? I'm going to work with what I got. I'm going to do this. I'm going to wake up with us. And then God says, okay, I see. I see. You trust me a little bit more. You understand me. You don't have it all together. But I see you trying to make an effort. So I'm going to give you a little bit more. And then he gives you more. And the more you trust in him and trust the process, that's why I said, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care how painful it is. You have to get to a space and a place in your life where you have to release it and stop trying to do things on your own and allow God to do what he is supposed to, what he has planned for you, what he has for you, what God has for you is for you. And you have to know and understand that. Stop crying. Fall onto your knees and give God and thank God and just say thank you. Thank you. I don't even know what I'm thanking you for, but thank you. I know something is better for me. Thank you in advance. I know that you have the person who's going to love me for me. Thank you in advance. I know that you are going to fix my finances. I don't know how it's going to get done, but thank you in advance. I know that mentally, spiritually, emotionally that I'm going through something. I don't know how I'm going to get to the other side, but I'm going to thank you in advance. That's that gratitude. God, I know that person is not good for me. I know that person is hurting me, is breaking me down, is treating me bad, talking to me crazy. I know. But thank you for showing me and revealing to me what I need to see. And I thank you in advance. Because understand something, God will hide who you are. God will hide your greatness and he won't even reveal it to you sometimes. You will learn so many things about yourself that you didn't even know existed. God will hide certain things and he will give it to you in bits and pieces. And then it's not until when he knows that you are ready. Only then that's when he will give it to you. You have to believe that. You have to trust that. My pastor, he preached today from uh, the new, the, the, the NRSV uh, version, chapter 1, Samuel 6, chapter 13. No, what he, let me see. Yeah. He read, yeah, from the NR, I'm sorry, NRSV, because I had to write it down, because usually I don't write it down. Sometimes I'm so in a moment, I don't write it down. But I did write it down today for reference. The NRSV, 1 Samuel 6, chapter 13. Verse 6, chapter 13. 
go back and read it. I'm I'm not because I'm going to read from my book today. Um, Jesus always. Let me just say. Let me just say. This is how God works. I read my message this morning. I received a word from God. I received a message to convey and I read my, my book and then I listened to my pastor. I watched my pastor online. My, my church is in New York City and I don't live in New York. So I did uh, listen. And when I tell you, it's so it's, it's not even crazy, but all of the messages were literally the same. Trusting the process. Trusting the process. You can't put your trust in people because people will disappoint you all the time. But when you start to push your, put your trust in God from the things seen and unseen, you have to know and understand that what he has for you, it doesn't matter what it looked like. That's why you can't worry about what other people have. What other people's relationships look like. You can't worry about what you see on social media. You can't worry about what somebody else may have. Because you have to understand it's not what's on you. It's what's in you. And if you are filled with jealousy, envy, hate. What you think? What, what do you think? But if you wake up every day, I'm all about perspective. When you wake up every day and you say, you know something, God, you change, you shift and you change your perspective. You say, you know what, God, my life ain't together. I don't have it all. I don't know how I got to this point, but I'm trusting and I'm willing to do the work because that's another thing. You have to do the work to Get me where I need to be. But I'm going to trust in you that you are going to reveal. And see, when you ask God to reveal some things to you, when you put your faith and trust in God, God is going to show you some things about people, places, and things, and yourself. And you will sit back and you're like, oh my goodness. That's why I said, I don't care how painful it is. You have to trust the process because you may want something and guess what? You will wake up and realize that it's not what you need because God will give you what you need. He won't give you what you want. That's why you have to understand what's for you. Is for you and understand he will not give it to you until he's ready. He'll give it to you in bits and pieces because he wants to know that when he gives it to you, he can trust you with it. So that way you won't fumble it. You won't mishandle it. You'll know what it looks like when it arrives because you know what it is when it comes to you. That's the trusting the process. Because when you have things that you want, it's a whole different feeling. 
it's a whole nother different commitment level to the things that you want. Yeah, I want this. I want that. I want. Oh, but when God gives you something that you need. And sometimes it may not look like what you want it to look like. It will look like things that you never even thought existed. And that's how you'll know the difference between a want and a need. Because you know something, you'll see something and you'll admire it from afar and you get it and you're like, uh, uh. But then when God gives you something that you need, you'll sit around and you'll say, oh my gosh. God gave me exactly, God knew exactly what I needed. This is what I needed. This is who I needed. This person makes me better. This this person helps me grow mentally, spiritually, emotionally. This person touches me in a way where I can't live without this person. I'm committed to loving this person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm going with this? You sitting up there crying for a relationship and God is telling you, that's not what I want for you. I have something better, but you have to let it go so I can give you what you need. You're sitting here holding on to something that's not for you. Let me give you what you need, but I can't give it to you until I know that you can handle it. Till I know that you are going to trust it with everything in you. To care for it, to love it, to nurture it. The things that I give you in this life are precious gifts. I can't trust you with precious gifts when I know that you are not capable of handling it. Do you see how God works? Do you see how God works? I'm about to get into this message and I'm going to explain to you. I'm just going to speak on this real quick. Because I went through so many bad and turbulent relationships. And when I say bad, I mean bad. I remember sitting down and I wrote a list of all the qualities, the qualities. I didn't say looks. I didn't say anything about finances. I said qualities, the things that a person possess. And after I finally found the strength and the courage And the faith by trusting in God to leave the situation that I was in. God sent me my partner. And when I tell you, when I say the level of commitment, the love, the gratitude, the space that I'm in right now, I value what I have. When I say, for the first time in my life, and I'm a grown woman, when I say I have no desire, no desire to do anything that's going to jeopardize what I have. Because you see, I was dealing with things that I thought that I wanted. 
I was crying for things that I thought that I wanted. I was crying for people who I thought that I wanted. And God broke me to a point where he was like, no, release those things. Those people, those places, release those dead end situations. That's not what I want for you. I have something for you. I have something greater. I have something better, but you have to trust and believe that I'm going to get that, get that to you. But I can't give it to you if you are not ready to handle it. Meaning, I wasn't ready to commit. I wasn't able to give my all. I still had desires to cheat and be with other people and do whatever it is. I'm telling you. And once I got all of that out of my system and I said, you know something? I'm just going to be obedient. When I say God sent me a partner, he is I was looking at him the other day and I was like, shit, he is everything that I need. And I'm content. When I say I'm content and I'm happy and I'm at peace and everything in my life just flowed. Everything else just became easy. It's not hard. It's not a struggle. It's not a fight. Because see, what God has for you, you won't struggle. You won't be fighting for it. God will give you exactly what you need when he know that you are ready for it. But you have to trust in him. You have to relinquish your need for control. To control everything. Because you want it to go your way. You can't control people. You have to sit back and watch people do what it is that they want to do. And you choose if you want to entertain that. You choose if you want to be a part of that. But if that's not what you want, you leave it where it is. And trust and know that God has something more for you. Something better for you. Someone better for you. And you can apply that however you want. It's not always about a relationship. I'm just using it as context for understanding. Because too many times we sit in these dead-end relationships, hoping, praying, wishing, crying, dealing with abuse, dealing with neglect, dealing with all this shit, thinking that this is our person. The person who loves you or who wants to be with you wouldn't put you through all of that. Did you hear what I said? The person who truly wants to be with you will not put you through chaos, conflict, doubt, fear, shame, harm, lies, abuse, manipulation. They won't put you through all that because guess what? They want to be in your life because they see you. They know who you are. They know the value in you. They know what you bring to the relationship. If you can't be yourself in a relationship, that means you're hiding parts of who you are. 
So how can they love you and be with you if you if you're hiding parts of who you are? They don't even know you. And guess what? You you don't even feel comfortable with revealing those parts of who you are. That's how you know that that situation is not for you. Let it go. Trust that God has someone for you. Oh man, okay. I just had to get that out of my spirit. I don't know who that word is for, but let me get into this this message here. So, the book is by Sarah Young. And you know, I love her. I have several of her books, but this one is entitled Jesus Always Embracing Joy in His Presence. And my pastor talked about that too. I'm going to get into that cuz let you know what? Let me just let me just do this real quick. So, my pastor my past is everything. He said, and this is why you have to wake up. I'm telling you, the tears that you cry at night will be the tears of joy that you cry in the morning. And I'm going to say that and keep saying that. I'm going to keep screaming that from the mountaintops. Do you hear me? And God, my pastor said, when you have joy, that's because you have understand, you have embraced gratitude. When you have peace, That's because you know love. And when you have the power, that's because you understand the presence of God in your life. Listen, when I say my pastor is everything, my pastor is everything. But again, Jesus always embracing joy in his presence by Sarah Young. And it reads, I give strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak so do not be discouraged by your weakness there are many kinds of weaknesses and no one is exempt from all of them I use them to keep my loved ones humble and to train them to wait on me trusting I'm sorry I use them to keep my loved ones humble and to train them to wait on me in trusting dependence. I have promised that those who wait on me will gain new strength. This waiting is not meant to be practiced only sometimes. I designed you to look to me continually, knowing me as the living one who sees you always. Without waiting on me is closely related to trusting me. The more time you spend focusing on me, the more you will trust me. And the more you trust me, the more you will want to spend time with me. Waiting on me in the midst of your moments also increases your hope in me. This hope blesses you in countless ways, lifting you above your circumstances, enabling you to praise me for the help of my presence. Let me break this down. I give my strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. Let me tell you, you don't know strength until you have to be strong. If you never go through anything, if you never experience anything, you will never understand what strength is. 
you will never understand what courage is. You will never understand what giving it to God looks like and what it feels like. If you have never went through what you went through, if you would have never experienced what you experienced, those trials, those tribulations, that hurt, that pain, that shame, whatever it was that you experienced, when you come out of it and you look back, you say, my God, I don't even know how I survived. You found a strength. Where do you think that came from? Who do you think gave it to you? You think you have it by yourself? No. There will always come a time where you will be weak for something or someone. And it's not until God pulls you out of it, brings you out of it, pushes you out of it, breaks you out of it, whatever it is. Only then you will understand how God was present with you every step of the way, even in your weak moments. Because he wants you to depend on him. I didn't say depend on a man. I didn't say depend on a woman. I didn't say depend on anything else. I said he wants you to depend on him. Because he is the only one who will get you out of it. But you have to be obedient. You have to be obedient. No one is exempt from being weak. Understand, God will humble you in the worst way. I'm not talking about people. Because it's not about people. People are going to people. They're going to do what they do. Understand that. But you see, God, God will humble you in the worst way. Because when you don't listen, and he'll give you chances. He'll give you several chances. And he'll give you opportunities. And he'll give you times to get it right, to do it right. He'll wake you up every day and say, okay, I'm going to give you another chance. Okay, uh, what you going to do today? Let me see what you got. Let me see. Oh, and when you fumble, God will humble. When you fumble, God will humble. And sometimes he will humble you in the worst way. And he'll let you know who's in control. He'll let you know who's the master. He'll let you know. He will show you his work. And sometimes his work is, whew. You understand what I mean? Sometimes you will fumble and God will humble. Just know. He will humble you. And you will see a weakness. You will, to, to the point where you have be like, how did I get here? But you don't know a strength until you have been weak. I have promised that those who wait on me will gain new strength. If you just be patient. If you just be vigilant. If you lean on him and just be dependent on him and understand that everything happens in his timing, not yours, his timing. So this is why you have to give gratitude, even in those moments and spaces where things, I don't care what it looks like, what it feels like. Just give him gratitude. Thank him. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't cry. Thank him. 
and wait. And and listen, you got to do the work now. You got to wait. You got to be patient. It could happen in a year, six months, 10 years, 20. It doesn't matter. You got to be patient. Because trust me, when you when that when that when that time comes and it's like the heaven the the I'm telling you it, it's like a, a light when that light comes you're like all right I know it's time I know it's time can't stay in that darkness forever so when that light illuminates that's when you know that's your signal that's your sign too many people ignore the signs the waiting is not meant to be practiced only sometimes. I designed you to look to me continually. And you see, here's the thing. And this is, this is people. This is people. And we have all been guilty of it, right? You ask God for something. You pray to God for something. And you finally get it. And guess what? You get it. You're so excited that you got it. You turn your back on God and you forget what God has done for you. You forget what you had to do to get there. You forget. You turn your back on God and you say, ah, you know, oh, thank you, God. And you say, and you just, and you're done. And God is like, wait a minute. I did all of that work to get you here and you keep forgetting me. You keep forsaking me. You don't show me no love, no gratitude. You don't, oh, okay. I'm going to humble you and he'll break you down again. Break you down again. Sometimes it'll break you down even worse. And then you're like, oh my God, wait, wait. And then now you want to run back to God. Now you want to run. Oh God, please know why I don't understand why. Well, you gave me this and, and, oh, and you ever get into a situation where you go, thank God, I'm never going to do that again. And what happens? You go right back and you do it again. He pulled you out of a situation the first time. Maybe a second time. And you go right back and get yourself in another situation. You're like, what the? And you're like, what? why I keep? God is like, okay, you keep playing with me. You keep playing. I'm going to humble you. I'm going to humble you until you have no other choice. Waiting on me is closely related to trusting me. The more you time you spend focusing on me, the more you will trust me. You see, and it works both ways. The more time that you spend with him, the more time that you commune with him, meaning you talk to him, you ask for his guidance, you ask for his forgiveness, you ask for his understanding and peace and clarity. You ask and you say, God, you know what? I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know what I was thinking. I, I had a moment. You, you, you have to build a relationship with him. You have to set aside time in your day. Set aside time throughout your day. And reflect. Give gratitude. Say you're sorry. Don't always go to God asking God. God, fix this, fix this. I want this. I want, 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 want. You got to get out of that. Because trust, he already has something for you. He has something there lined up and waiting for you. It's just that he can't give it to you because he knows that you're going to fumble. Him. And he can't trust you 
Because you're not trusting him. Trust goes hand in hand. God is not going to give you anything if he knows he can't trust you with it. You're not going to do right with it. You're not going to do right by people. So why would he give you more than what you could bear or what you could handle? God will never give you nothing more than you could bear. Good and bad. You see, people always want to look at God and and only in the good times. Well, should I say the bad times? They don't look at both aspects of it. People pick and choose the parts of the Bible they want to use as their dysfunction, to co-sign their dysfunction, to co-sign their toxic behaviors and bad behaviors and this and the other, and think that it doesn't go both ways. It goes both ways. He's not going to trust you because he knows that you don't trust in him. Waiting on me in the midst of your moments also increases your hope in me. How do you handle situations? How do you handle conflicts? How do you handle people? How? How? We all go through things. We all go through situations. We all go through storms.
I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to. Listen, I thank you. I don't know what this day brings.